This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Praise the name of the Lord. Still talking about favor. That makes a man to move fast and very far. I've seen that word <clears throat> yielding results in the life of every recipient, everyone who received the word of God, who will engage the word of God, who will observe the word, who will do. Because it's a doer of the word that is justified. Doing the word, not only a hearer, but a doer of the word. Is he who is justified? Is he who will see the results? The justification of that word comes upon him, upon his experience. Doer of the word. And I've seen as many people have embraced this word that God has spoken to us. Not just to have it as a sticker. It's good to have it as a sticker, you know, so you remind yourself constantly. And sometimes when the enemy comes to put um, um, a false picture, you know, you know how to reject it. That is why sometimes, you know, when the word of God is there, you know, you just, you keep it before you. You keep seeing it. You keep seeing it. You keep seeing it. You keep seeing the picture. Your picture on the word of God. Because Satan can bring everything I attempts to do is to show you the picture that is not you in him. And there are sometimes people use stickers. One time I wanted to just to be thinking about the Holy Spirit every minute. So I said to myself, I want to put Holy Spirit everywhere. Everywhere I go in my car. On my walls. Everywhere. In my um, bathroom. My toilet. So when I sit, see the Holy Spirit just there. So sometimes it's not for sticker sake. How many of us have the stickers? Please don't paste it. Paste it on your door, in your car. People have engaged this. There are many powerful testimonies in this church. I tell you what, God is being wonderful because it's the Word of God, and it's what cannot come and go forth from His mouth and return to Him void. The only way it can return to him void is when people don't engage the world. And we started to speak about what favor, favor, favor. I want to go fast and far, favor. And everybody needs a favor. The businessman needs this, the politician needs this, teacher, student, housewife, manager, messenger, the president, the leader, those who are led. Quite a favor, the pastor, a nation. Favor is meant to do what money can do for you. Favor is meant to do what long leg cannot achieve for you. Favor is meant to do what it's meant to do beyond what your human capacity can do. And that favor is a supernatural force that comes to establish a particular, peculiar, a particular task in your life. It's not just people liking you. Say, oh, we like you. I saw you on TV. 
I like you. And when they know, it's not just liking you. And people like it when people like them. Everyone wants to be loved and celebrated. But you go in for a job, for example, as I said, and they say you are looking very, I like your suit, I like the way you, oh my God, I love you, I'm clapping for you. But you left the place and not given the job. It's nothing. So, anyone that does not culminate into performing a specific task, check the word of God, you see it there. And then something happened. And it's usually with something to do with her destinies. Some of us have discounted favor. Don't look at it. We saw the seven dimensions of favor. And what favor is not. What favor is not. So, we also looked at it. That labor and favor are two separate things. And even though they sound similar, even though in the Christendom, people have used it in such a way that we just accept. Sometimes we just see some, hear some phrases. It sounds very nice. We just take it in. That you will not labor, favor. No, there's nothing like that. Labor and favor, they are two distinct, two different things. Why would you not labor? And then we dealt with it. Because favor, labor, cannot take the place of favor. Vice versa. You can listen to that. We have it on CD. You can go podcast. Get it. Powerful message. And I see people who engage the labor that God now blesses them. And I'm hearing testimonies, even in my own personal life. The word of God, when you engage it, it must work for you. Hallelujah. So, you can listen to that. Favor, you know, it's not a replacement or does not take the place of labor. It doesn't. Favor does not take the place of preparation. You need to prepare. You don't, you don't prepare when the opportunity comes. You don't. And I give an example of people, just practical example here. You know, when God favored some people to get a job, they were favored. In fact, they had the job already and they were looking for the job. But when they got to the place for the interview, they got a call, Pastor, what kind of, why did you send these people here? Only one person. They are not computer literate. But I said, they are very faithful people in the church, they have integrity. They have character. I said, but Pastor, you don't understand. They can't operate computer. They're not computer literate. How can they? Is, how can we employ them in the bank? They failed to prepare for that day. Even though they were favored, favor cannot take place of preparation. So we need to understand what favor is. When that force comes upon your labor, when it comes upon your preparation, it takes you far beyond what any human capacity or what any human being will do for you. Praise them of the Lord. Favor does not take the place of integrity. We did that. And then this morning, look at one. Favor does not take the place of diligence. Please help me say diligence. Oh my God, help me say diligence. Help me say diligence very quickly. 
What is diligence? Favor is not a replacement for diligence. Diligence means to give careful attention to. It means persistent endeavor. A diligent person is considered a thorough person. Someone who is not negligent. Someone who is not lazy in performing the task. Because lazy people, they, they cut corners. Diligence means the quality of being constant or being careful. It means also giving attention to details, proper attention and care. It's the law. It's the love, you know, that works in degree. Or in degrees. And this law is expressed in the attention a man gives to details. Do you know that you can build this place? People can come and build this place. And just use one month and build. And then it will to collapse. That is one problem we have with the culture in this country. Where are houses collapsing? Because no careful attention to details. I was watching CNN and in Miami, a bridge collapsed. Six people died. This was about four days or five days ago. How many of us watched it? Yeah. Why? A small boat. They built the bridge on the 10th of March. And then they were trying to fix a small boat, something a very small thing. That little detail called, caused that thing to collapse. And it's a big shame to America. With all, you know, you know, you know, when you come from a culture where they're saying we are the best, we are the best engineers, they just, you know. So it's 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 not a good thing at all. Lack of diligence, due process. We have seen major air disasters because the pilot was not diligent, giving attention to details. Can build this house, the house will collapse. When it is specified that you should use um, a house that's supposed to build in one month or six months. Give it to our contractors. They build it in two weeks. No time for the concrete to cure. As specified, no attention to details. Everything coming down. Use 13 R rod. They use smaller ones. Just put everything together. That is why when you see the finishing of our homes, not good. When you go to countries like some countries in Africa, you compare with how we finish our homes here. You, you, you cry. Many years ago in the 80s, 90s, when I, when I was with uh, Bimat National Ventures, so I was the one representing them. I go to Rhodesia, no, now Zimbabwe. When I got into that place, it was, ah, what is happening here? Is it, I will not have the same African countries. I saw the style of their building, everything finished. I, said, is it, I didn't know what POP was. I said, please, what is it? Because I own just put button. 
It will not be straight. It just, you know, attention to details matters a lot. The same person has the same material spent 10 bucks iron road everything complete but it will come out in such a way that to be when you look at it you just pity it a pitiable sight why just an extra 10% attention to details that makes everything to be different And many Christians are not diligent. They cannot take the place of favor. Can't. I want us to open our Bibles, please, very quickly. Again, let's see the value that God places on diligence. So when somebody is diligent, just like a student, when I say this student is diligent, what does it mean? It gives attention to details, right? When it's time to do an assignment, he does the assignment. When it's time to go to the lab, go to the lab. When it's time to go and do research in the library, he does everything. He won't do it halfway. Every lecture is there asking questions. You say, give him time, a task. Do 10 assignments out of 12 before next morning. He's done 10 out of 12. You call that person a diligent student because he gives attention to details. I want us to open our Bibles to the book of Proverbs 12, verse 27. Diligence is man's precious possession. Have you seen it there? Proverbs 12, 27. And then Proverbs 21, verse 5. The Amplified Version says, The plans of the diligence lead surely to plenty. You can see that God himself demands it. It's a very serious business. Look at a man like Joseph. This man, many of us think it's just favor, favor. No. You saw him. Relationship we had with his father in his father's house. Always looking out for all the things. He knew when his brothers would just go and be playing around. Not only that, when I was in Potiphar's house, he kept attention to details. They gave him a small task. He did it to the best of his ability. And then the favor came. Potiphar said, I just, this guy's a slave guy. I asked him to sweep this place. This place must be kept clean every morning. And at six o'clock every morning, no shortcut. Help me tell somebody, say, no, no shortcut. Tell him, no, tell him no shortcut. Uh, when you engage in shortcut, you cut your destiny down. He was there engaged in shortcut. He will sweep the place, place every bottle, every tree, arrange everything no dust no speck clean the whole thing I had one house help you know he washes my stuff the day I sacked him 
I was very angry with him. My wife liked him. <laughs> but I complained later on. I said, see, when we are around, we do as if he's busy. I'll be wondering, where are my dresses? Where, this trousers, where is it? He will wash just a few. The rest, he went and was hiding them. And because, you see, as pastors, sometimes we are very busy. I'm also very busy. One day, I decided, I must, what is happening? So we are packing from the house. I just saw heaps. And ah, then I started remembering my dresses. Those now you can have dresses you forget. Okay, it's true. This is my shoe. Yeah, this is. He kept everything there until mold started growing on them. Shortcut. Bring out a few to wash. That wasn't the case. How can it be favor? There's no how. Even if I favor him, we like him so much. You don't see, you don't do all this. You're a good person, you have character. But because we are not detailed, take him out and bring brought in someone. If you want favor to work for you, you need to be a diligent person in two things which are going to see in the scriptures. So that was the life of Joseph. But if I said, Okay, wow, this man is this man is very diligent favor came. Okay. If you are doing this now, begin to take care of the entire house. Manage mine. Later on, he gave him his bank account. Manage everything. It was that same attention to detail that helped him in the prison. When the favor... Listen. If he was not diligent... Potiphar will have thrown him out since. In spite of the favor of God. <laughs> it's not a replacement. When you are called to serve, do it to the best of your ability. Don't say that you're a copper. I just a copper. And then you have it behind your head that you don't do it. You just, people, it will be acceptable if you don't come to work. Or you give excuses. Or you close before time. Nobody will look for me. You stay there and do the work as if it's the only work you ever had. Detail. Because when people see you this way, say, ah, this guy is doing the work. And then the favor of God will now begin to work for him. He who is faithful, diligent in little, shall be given much. As a housewife, be diligent. You know how to manage your funds. Don't begin to use your husband's money anyhow. Buy this. Just whatever you see you want to buy. Oh, this is very cheap. It doesn't mean because it's cheap, you must buy it. You already have a fridge. Not because somebody is coming to sell it, another one for you at half the price. You want to pick it up. So you have two fridges. It doesn't. They are packing things. Why? No husband, no matter how the wife loves him, husband loves her, who wants someone who will take my, when she knows it's a waster. We have seen people who have ruined an entire destiny because they were not diligent in the place of spending. 
Is it going for holiday that matters now? No, I must go, I must go, I must go, I must go for summer. <laughs> if you don't go to summer, but Nigeria is summer every day. Can I have a witness in the house? Can I have a witness in the house? It's my birthday. Why do you want to go for summer? There's summer here. Say, so please, let us manage this so we we'll know how to spend. You know, we have to send money for school fees, money for this. Say, no, no, no. Sweetheart, you know, you promised me. It's not the promise. It's being diligent. The promise. When facts, promise goes. No, you can't promise, promise what? You can't just see it yourself. We've seen people have their husband, their husband not happy, just follow them to. <laughs> for summer. And it's in winter, in summer. <laughs> Help me say diligence. When you see a woman who is diligent, she knows how to apply little funds. Come in and say, ha. Ah, Sweetheart, why did you get this thing? Say, I went to the market. Which market? You mean with just this little money you're able to do all these things? Did you go to Amigos where you sell two, two tomatoes for 200 naira? Then you say, oh no, there's nothing wrong in doing that. You can go and, I mean, there's nothing wrong. If you have the funds, no problem. But if you're managing and you want to be diligent as a wife how can you carry 200 naira, maybe you have 1000 naira and go, go to, just because you want to go to Amigos but the guy comes in so where did you get this thing from? I got it on airport road, which market? Sunday market ha, ah, you mean you did all these things? how did you get these curtains? they are looking good, the same thing you got in the boutique some, you know so you mean you can get the same thing here? Yes, I went to the went to I went to the market, search everywhere. I found where they buy those things from that place and bring them to the shops on Broadway. And the husband will be very happy. Ah, ah, this is my wife, she's very diligent. Take one million dollars, manage it. How many of us understand what I'm saying? Attention to details. Attention. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, somebody help me shout a very big hallelujah. hallelujah. Open your Bibles finally. Let me just share this. Proverbs chapter 22 from verse 29. It says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business? Have you seen it there? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. So we are diligent with your mind and also your hands. Proverbs 21 verse 5. The thoughts, another version says, the plans of the diligent tended only to plenteousness. But of everyone that is hasty, only to want. Have you seen it there? So your thoughts, you think, you use, God has given you 
listen, as a Christian, right? Your mind is activated. You don't carry the normal human mind. Normal human mind that probably was used in making spaceship and doing all this technology. You carry a he said, ye have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ. That mind is activated by the power of the Holy Spirit. You can think well. So in your thoughts. Don't just do things anywhere, anyhow. You ask to build a house as a contractor, born again, filled with the Holy Spirit. The door, everything you have, but the door is, is slanting this way. <laughs> I remember those days in one of the houses. Once you slam the door, everywhere begins to shake. All the windows will be shaking. Front door, frontage. Bam. All the windows everywhere just they will respond. You have the cement, you have everything, just extra detail. So it says the hand of this gent shall be a rule, but the slothful shall be under. Do you know what it means to be slothful? Some please help me say God demands diligence to be slothful. Doesn't want you to be slothful. One day, as I conclude, one day, I am, um, or before I conclude, one day, I saw, I think it was, somebody was binding one, one animal. It was binding. He said, come on, see this one. I've not seen this thing before. You know, it was my house. It was coming out from the flowers. Say, what is this? It doesn't look like snake. That was the day I saw the word, I mean the, 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 the animal slug. You know, I've never seen a slug before. I didn't go in the village, so I did not know. But I saw something was different about this thing. It was like, um, like a snail, but without the shell. Okay, yes, look at it. I said, I should put this. See this animal? Very slow. Not motivated. <laughs> Listen, we're about to kill it there. It was still just. <laughs> Proverbs 13, verse 4. It said, This is, it said, The soul of the sluggard desire it and had nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Have you seen it there? This animal likes slow motion. The word sluggard is from this slug. When they give you work to do, don't be procrastinating slow motion as if a demon is holding you down. <laughs> Cutting corners. It's another animal again. I check the word slothfulness. Slothful. See what the Bible says here. See what it says here. It says, Proverbs 12, verse 27. Said, The slothful man roasted not that which he took in hunting, but the substance of a diligent man is precious. Have you sniffed there? He has gone for hunting, but he's hunted. Okay, we just leave it there. You, you won't. He won't, won't take out the details, roast it, clean it up. 
until the game now begins to spoil. When he said diligence. So now I'll tell you what a sloth is. How many of us understand? I mean, know the mama I'll call it sloth. Look at the picture. You know this animal? Very slow. It can hang like this for two weeks. When it's moving, as if he has locomotive attacks here. Locomotive, locomotion is something is wrong with it. Very lazy. God is saying, if you are lazy, don't give attention to details. You look like this animal here. Slothfulness. May I tell you something, please? If you must grow in God, you have to be diligent. When you are passive and you are saying, somehow, someday, anointing will come over me, you will waste time and you are wasting your life. Someday, somehow, things will change. No. You take the initiative. You move things. Then you see the favor of God working on your behalf. There are three sets or three kinds of people. People who don't know that things are happening. People who watch things happen. Then people who make things happen. You want to make things happen? You want to stand before kings so that the favor of God will work upon your life like the life of Joseph? You need to be diligent. Not to be as a slug, sluggard. Not to be as a sloth like that mammal. But you need to be diligent. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of us want to move more in God? How many of us want to move? Want to see speed fast? How many of us? Okay, we are going to read this together, right? Together. Open your Bibles to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 17. How many of us want to go fast and far? Okay. Deuteronomy 6, 17. Then again, See what God says. You shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God. Have you seen it there? Then let's read Deuteronomy 28 from verse 1. It says, If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Have you seen it there? Then he goes again, said, The Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Is that not favor? But as provoked by diligence. Have you seen the you? Some of us don't obey the word of God. And you should stay where you are. He says, if you will, diligent, it means giving attention to striving conscientiousness being assiduous it tells you everything do everything diligently obey with the whole of your heart everything 
within you. Then the Lord will set you high above all the nations of the earth. The reason why the Jewish state is still existing today is because of their diligence. You bring a Jew, give him any job to do, he would do it with everything they do. They just prosper. Why? They understand that law. As a student, they understand it. They understand it. All the Nobel prizes, most of them from Israel. Go and check. Literature, science, they understand the principle. God is destined to favor you, but you have to be diligent in obeying His word. Diligent. If you seek Him, finally, open the Bible's the book of the book of um, Hebrews eleven. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Say, for by real the elders obtained a good report. By faith, we believe that the walls we are framed by the word of God, that the things that we see were not made that do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Him obtaining witness was right, and God testifying of his gift that while he was dead, he had to speak it. By faith, Enoch was not, for he was translated. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. For without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who must come to God must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of, of those who are what? Of those who diligently seek him. In your Christian faith, you are trusting God for a reward, yet you don't want the responsibility. This is what we've been preaching everywhere in Nigeria. We have made the church lazy. People are not creative. Everything does. It can't happen that way. It can't. Diligently seeking. Then he rewards you. Every diligently, every diligent seeker is entitled for a reward. Don't just be a casual Christian. Slothful. Or like the slug. Just not here we have many generals here I have, listen I see many prophets in this place pastors I see enablers here people that God has ordained that they carry billions to enable, to enable the church in the area of finances sitting down here but lazy this not it you must press into it Sometimes you don't even understand your call until you press into it and then you look back. Say, ah, so this is my call. As long as you're just sitting down, no zeal, no self, like these animals, no self-motivation. When you see them, they're, just, they're not motivated. The slow does not even know where it's going to, in any direction. The other one is hanging from the tree. Once he puts his claws there, he can stay there, just lazy. No motivation. How can you go far? 
if nothing else motivates you, motivate yourself and say, I will dig into the scriptures. I will fast. Listen, I will get books and read. I will get the CDs. How many of us even listen to the CDs from this pulpit? One Sunday comes, I just like this. After Sunday, it looks as if something just erases you from your brain. That's why sometimes we preach the same message again and again and again. Some of you cannot even identify who are false prophets. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligent seeker is entitled for a reward. Don't just be sitting down. You're no motivated. Things are happening. We call for this. You don't do. You just come warm the chair and go. Call for prayers. You won't come. Midweek service where we teach the word of God. You will not come. But they call you for crusade. Everybody's receiving something. Go and receive yours. Use your hand. Receive. Amen. I receive. You receive nothing. If you are here this morning, you are not born again. God rewards the diligent seeker. Seek him. Don't just be docile. Ask him, God, I love you. I want to know you. I want to press in. Since the days of John the Baptist, violence everywhere. The kingdom of God. And only the violent. I want to violently press him. Make up your mind. I will read at least three books in the month. Two chapters. Do, do something. Don't just be casual. Enough. Because you deny yourself people hooked up to you and this great nation. The opportunity that God has ordained to favor them. If you are this morning not born again. You don't know Jesus. It's Lord, I want to know him personally. I would like to pray with you before I drop the microphone today. And I'm trusting God that your life will never be the same again as we engage God in this level. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's bow our hands and pray. Lord, I thank you and I bless you. I give you the praise and bless you. Go ahead and speak to God. Tell him today I move in. I press in. I refuse to be docile. I refuse to be lazy. I give attention to every word spoken. I will obey your word diligently. In my dealings. Help me Lord. Thank you King of Glory. I bless your name. I appreciate you. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, Call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.